Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, the word is out. They're going to talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is episode 677, Fallout. The not, Fallout. Not a comedy. A Fallout. <laughs> this is the adaptation of those video games. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, let's, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Can we be on Spotify? Do we have to boycott it too? We don't have enough juice. We can do whatever we want because it doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't have enough juice to, well, to boycott. One, no one would care, too. Like, we, we need every download we can get. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you can also find us on Google Podcasts and Amazon and all the pl- other places if you Spreaker. want to partake. Spreaker. Again. Zune. <laughs> um, and you can also, uh, while you're in any of those places, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. And of course, uh, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review, that's always helpful. Uh, you can you can now rate podcasts on Spotify, but you've always been able to leave reviews on on iTunes and places like that. And you can share an episode; it's the easiest way you can help us out. It doesn't cost you a dime. Just click share on your social media platform of choice to let like minded people know that we're out there. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week: Chris Valls, Travis T. Wit, Chris Magic Man, Lane Levanway, Heather Sachs, Edward Fairfax, Ralph Treble, Julianne Jordan, Gabriel Lugo, Tammy Sherman Powers, Chris Williams, Piecing It Together Podcast, Dan Buffa, Mike Mike and Oscar, Ronnie Castle, Geek to Me Radio, Binge Movies, Batman Rye Guy, Vertigay 314, Linda Wright, 
Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd podcast, Feel and Film, Invasion of the Remake, and In Session Film. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. And don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com slash realspoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and you help us out, and that is greatly appreciated. So there's all of that. Let's dig into Royal Rumble. Oh, I'll talk about oh, that. Blue, why, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Why Sorry, you, all day. I caught the bug. Why would you throw that out there? <laughs> uh, very quickly. What we was were, your review of the Royal Rumble? It was good. It was a fun show. It was, uh, you know, everything was pretty predictable. I didn't, uh, I didn't know that if uh, I guess at this point people were now. I didn't know that Ronda Rousey was going to be there. Uh, I stayed away well, from all the world. She's the most, world's most. Popular she was athlete. at one point. That's <laughs> uh, why I, t- so I texted him. And, she <laughs> and then I, what did I say? And then she won. That's, That's true. Right. I know. It's cementing her status. But no, so like, you know, the people will say, reports will leak and say this person signed a new contract. This person's going like to be Like when there. people leak stuff about the Batman. It's leak, the wrestling is, wrestling, wrestling is worse because oh. like people want to have that like it's constant like this person's coming back this person's like whatever mm. so i didn't read anything so that was a fun reaction the crowd was good uh the building was garbage as far <laughs> as like the way it was run it was not a good show as far as that's concerned but it was fun it was a good show did you but, have fun did you have fun yeah it was fun yeah. and uh signs were catching on fire oh yeah the wrestlemania sign caught on fire they needed to aim fireworks <laughs> straight at a wrestlemania sign so it would go off and have all these you know things that looked more impressive than a sparkler and both times it caught on fire like whatever they did it was like they they then knew for the second time they're like well no, nothing's gonna change here yep so, so they just went ahead and let, yeah. set it off and then we're like just bring it down real quick and we'll set it yeah. put it back out but it was a good show it was fun yeah uh yeah Awesome. Yeah. It was so, pre- it was predictable, but predictability is okay. Yeah. Every once in a while, you don't need whatever to happened that. to predictability. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, just please, at this point, yeah. like, be predictable. <laughs> like, give me something. Uh, so this this movie is kind of interesting. Like, I I think we are all in like different uh age ranges when Columbine happened. So like, do you remember where you were like yeah, when it was, happened? I was. 49 years old. Okay. No. <laughs> Perfect. You believe that a little too readily. Well, that's true. No, I was... Uh, Columbine, I was... was 99? Was 99, so I was on the air at a radio station. Okay. So yeah. what Like what? What was that like when it happened? Like, did they break into you? Did they say, like, hey, this is going on? I mean, on, we were just watching just... it on the TV, and we were a music station, so it's not like we did news, so we okay. didn't stop down to address it. It was just... You were just watching it unfold. It was also, like, the year anniversary, I think. It was a five-year anniversary of uh, that bank heist. No, God dang it! The Timothy McVeigh. Oh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know that. It was. I was this, so. I my at first I thought somehow it was connected to that. But oh, uh, sure, sure. You know, but uh, but yeah. I mean, I just rem- it, you know honestly, it, this is awful to say. It's really hard to remember Columbine just because there's been so many. They all blur together. It. I mean, the only reason it stands out for me is because I was a senior in high school. Like yeah. I was in school when it happened, so like, and what were you? I was probably in middle school, or you know. And did they address it at all? I I don't remember. I definitely remember like them being like, uh, you know, I don't remember what class I was in, but we, you know, we always had TV, CRTVs in our in every yeah. classroom or whatever. And I think it was it was in the process of happening, and somebody turned on the TV, and it was just like you know, like those cha- those school TVs got like yeah. channel one, which was like a. T 
teen quote unquote teen news source who Lisa it is weird like seeing Lisa Ling who is like on HBO now she's got her own show she was a chorus she was like the lead anchor on oh, Channel One News when I was in high school <laughs> that's funny so anybody any elder millennials that know what I'm talking about know that Lisa Ling was on our TVs oh, every yeah. morning uh but yeah like it's just it's you're right though is now it's just so commonplace now right um but yeah I was in high school so like this. This it's movie. like, oh, the new fall lineups out <laughs> of school right. shootings. Can we get the upfronts this year and can yeah. we avoid like maybe those all together? Yeah, this year they're wearing a trench coat with a pleat. It's all the rage. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no more dusters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like this movie was interesting. Like I didn't know anything about this going in. And obviously from our discussion just now, you can tell what happens in this movie. Um, so we're, we're this movie kind of centers around three characters. It's uh, Veda, Mia and Quentin. Who are these three high school kids? And Veda leads this very, pretty. No- it feels like a very normal life. Mm-hmm. She's got uh, her friend, and she doesn't really. Initially, I thought that this was a different movie altogether, where like her and her sister are living together, and I was like, okay, so these two kids are on their own, right? That's what it seemed, you like. know, like it feels like that she's you know kind of just floating through life, but she's also got to take care of her right. younger sister. Well, who, yeah, you kind of think that in the beginning, but then I think it, what it really shows you is how close she and her sister were. Yes, which, and then you see which how... Even, which even more so leads to, like, you know, that, that it's just them. You know what I mean? Like, when the... So, yeah, the Veda played by... Is it Jenna Ortega? Yeah, from Scream. From Scream, who's a, who is a very different character from the from the character in scream like this is a very different character yeah i mean this i mean in this performance there's it's a complex performance and she's really really good in it yeah and it's starting to click now why she's showing up in so many things right because <laughs> yeah. she's in ty west's new movie x that we oh, were talking yeah, about yeah yeah up. that's right she was just in scream as one of the leads she's in this movie and it's like she's really good she has a very genuine quality you know i mean she doesn't seem like she's acting she like her character in this is very carefree but when she has to do some of the more dramatic stuff, it just it just feels so real. Like right. it, it was yeah. a completely believable performance. And yeah, this there. movie is very like mumblecore, or at least mumblecore adjacent. Yeah, I would agree with that completely. Yeah, yeah. Totally. it's it, it, and this is um, the director's uh, directorial debut, and she wrote and directed it. Okay, uh, and this won something, right? Like this one. Yeah. So Megan Park is the director, writer, director, and I think it was one of the selections at South by Southwest. Like it won best, uh, I think best script, um, couple things, but it was getting a lot of recognition, and so uh, HBO Max picked it up. This is an HBO Max exclusive, but it's sh- it's not a like a. I guess maybe I don't know if they call them originals, but you know, I mean, it wasn't developed for HBO. They didn't. Max. They didn't order this into production, but they acquired they it, it and it's distri- and it's only available through there. Exactly. A lot of those documentaries are like that too. Like, oh, are they? Yeah. Or or like uh, or what is that show on PBS? Um, it's Nature, like American Psycho. No, graffiti but pickers. They, <laughs> but they, there's a sh- there's a uh, American Lens. Ma- I think American no. Lens. I think okay. it's called. But a lot of those are documentaries that were released theatrically yeah. on the art house circuit, and then they pull yeah. them in and make a, an episode of sure. their show. That's why it's sometimes it's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Like I think it's interesting to know was this movie developed for a service? It's getting was harder it? and harder to tell. Like yeah. what's what? I mean, CNN does it all the time too, where they'll they'll make something it, will pop up at the end. You're like presented by CBS, CNN. You're like, yeah, like oh, they'll what? make a documentary and yeah. release it theatrically, but then air it as as like one like uh, Love Gilda was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, was um, 
three identical strangers. I know it aired oh. on CNN. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know if oh, it was I made by CNN, that... but it might not have been made okay. by CNN. But I know it aired, it aired on CNN. On Interesting. They, on Saturday, Man, that was good. That yeah, was like good. That's, yeah, that... I saw that in theaters, and I was just like, "That is awesome." Yeah, I just rewatched it like a couple weeks a ago because like, the three dudes that have no relation whatsoever, but all are identical. No, they they're grew up completely apart. They yeah, and they meet as young adult as like. 18, 19 years old, and they start to realize that they're all related. Related. Oh, and I don't want to go oh, any further. But, you, because but that's like, the okay, thing. Okay. The reveal is just like because, okay. like that's like that's like the first twist of the movie. Because <laughs> you ask, but you ask, how can this be? Right. Because right? you're so, like, how is this possible? And so, like, <laughs> that feels like a major spoiler to the film. It's a ma- it's a major reveal in the film, and it's like in the first ten minutes. Right. And, okay. and then from there, it's a roller coaster of reveals. <laughs> it, it, like, so if you've never seen Three Identical Strangers, do yourself. I think it's out there for free on like Amazon or Hulu or something. It's it's out there. I'll check that out. Yeah. And I'll tell you, if you want to watch a series like a, a mini series type thing about true crime, and it reveals itself in a way like does the thing that Three Identical Strangers does, the Jinx. Oh, oh yeah. Because oh, Jinx is holy crazy crap. That, and yeah. uh that thing that happens. Yeah. And Robert just, oh, yeah. just passed away. Yeah. yeah. And I don't want to spoil the thing, but it's just yeah. like if that if what? what what the way the Jinx ends, if that was a movie, oh. we would complain. Because you'd be like, oh, oh you think so? Oh, yeah. okay. Like okay. You, would, okay. you wouldn't it's buy so, it. It's so not it's, real. <laughs> it's so like it would it would come across as so fake. Yes. if that sure, was in a sure, narrative sure. structure. But like, it makes you rethink sometimes. Like, but, well, but the fact yeah. that it happens in real time, right. in real life. But yeah, don't j- look up anything. But yeah. if oh, you want to watch, yeah. watch it. If you want to watch that and then just see how things keep happening and happening and whatever, it, it's just like the oh Jinx. I remember watching the Jinx and I was like, oh, I'll check out the first episode, and then I was five deep yeah and i was like well i guess i'm finishing I, this today also I, the <laughs> staircase on Netflix staircase is, is really also good. really good yeah. seen that. Yeah. but i i'm not a huge like i haven't seen as many true crimes like, i think tom's seen a lot more than me but like to me the jinx is the best i've ever seen like i check keep, out this check out if you like okay. the jinx check out the staircase but i watch other ones thinking like i need something to level of the jinx like right, that right. was so good yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah this but the staircase is really good and the um was the uh i can't think of words today the um the trilogy that they made about uh, the the kid that gets convicted on satanic panic in that small town. Oh, dang. What is that called? Yep. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, but anyways, also- so this is real. This is this is becoming such a real part of life. And it's sad that we're at the point where like Tom says that they all blur together. Like that is horrible that we're at this point. When our kids are having to do intruder drills yeah. instead of fire drills. Yeah. You know, like that's where we are. Right. And this, and, and so this movie, it touches on something that a lot of people can relate to. And like younger kids, I think this is probably an important movie to watch for people that are in high school because they're dealing with these emotions and i think this movie has a lot of and this is not an eat your vegetables type movie but watching this you are like wow look at what these people are going through and how easy it is to brush it off and try not to ask for help and seeing how different people deal with it in different ways Mm -hmm. different losses different experiences uh and so i thought it was a really powerful movie and uh i mean very you know important for these times and also very sad and and an emotional movie because these are very real things these school shootings yeah it's also i I, touching on the hbo max thing i think that this is one of the advantages of all these streaming services is i would have never this goes to theaters right and it doesn't get eyeballs it's going to get some eyeballs on it yeah i'm not convinced it will like um you don't think that people are just flipping through 
Well, one, it's like the way that they structure the interface on these streaming things. Yeah. Like there's so much content on there. That's true. That if it's not something that they make one of their top four things they're pushing, mm. like it just goes right by people. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, but this one is on the like featured on yeah. the square. It, well, it I know, like I watched Last Duel earlier in the week and was like, I had to search to yeah. find Last That's Duel. That's so weird. And it's, I mean, it's Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and Adam Driver, and <laughs> right, I had to right. search. I had yeah. to go into the search function to look up last duel you would have thought that's crazy i'm scrolling through like new big movies thinking like <laughs> yeah. oh it's gonna be like kong versus zilla yeah, it'll and, be right yeah, there right, right. and i'm like nope i've done that before with netflix uh, a movie comes out that day and i yeah. have to search for it yeah if i if, if a movie comes out i expect to turn on netflix and it's one of the featured things like i don't want to look for i want to yeah. go oh the new things right there it's it is right there so weird to put out a new they property just have so much, they just have so much content that's what it is that like they can't you know yeah. you can't emphasize everything sure. and so i do think that there's a lot of stuff on these streaming platforms that, that people passed over that people don't even realize is there yeah because it's it's just it's hard to find but i know? do think though to your point joe that even if it's maybe it won't take off like gangbusters or whatnot but i do think especially right now in this time and yeah. place that if this goes in theaters and it would be art house theaters and you know amc fancy in the tiny theater in the corner you know they would sure. put some of those out but it's going to get overlooked and oh. i think at least you're going to get a you know several million will watch this it, may it not has be 50 at least million, as good of a chance of being seen yeah. here as an art house cinema yeah. for sure yes my concern about a movie like this is how many people are going to be like oh man you have got to watch the school shooting movie, <laughs> right? A like a statement. Yeah. It, you know, like sure. it's, I mean, it's a, you know, you say it's not eat your vegetables. I kind of feel like it is. It's good. Really? It's absolutely good, but, but it doesn't a, feel like it's, it's a difficult just... movie t- to watch though. Yeah. Right. Like there, it's, it's a hard, it's, I think it's a hard sell to get people to sit down. I don't know to about watch that. This. The, only, the only reason I say that is, yeah, I mean, sure. It the, has, yeah, I mean, on paper, definitely. The school yeah. shooting thing, and it's, it's masterfully done. Like, I think that the way they do it mm-hmm. is they don't, Show super you anything. Intense. It's super intense. Yeah. God, yeah. That whole so we should say the whole scene is um, Veda's sister calls her in the middle of class. So call me, please call me nine one one. Veda leaves the classroom, goes outside, calls her sister. She's like, I started my period, and she was like, Don't text me nine one one for something like that. And I think like I same way went in this movie, not knowing what it's about. I think that setup is kind of a head fake for the people who do know what it's right, about because they think big that's time it. they yeah. when she gets oh. the 911 text if you know it's about a school shooting you're gonna think the other kids sure sure shooting. sure yeah you know that is a pretty good head fake and even yeah. if you don't know you know the title fallout could be anything right, right? especially with high school kids it could be a relationship it, it was could a be, red herring yeah it was a red herring uh so yeah the our veda goes into the bathroom runs into kind of like the I'm not going to call her the mean girl because she was never right. she I, was never mean. She was love, very pretty and I, kind of vain about the way she looks, but she was never mean. I love the fact that she wasn't the yeah. mean girl. Like, yeah. Because she's you find out that this is the like the pretty girl at the school that everybody thinks is too cool to hang. Like she's so cool they can't yeah, be around she's her. She's so gorgeous and so talented that instead of going to mean girl with follower status, it goes to everyone thinks they're not good enough. Right. right. So. And so she's actually kind of alone, but yeah. like she's got a social media following. She's like a micro influence. I guess micro influencers twenty five thousand, but she's got like eighty five thousand Instagram. Which followers. which is crazy. another commentary. Child 
very that's very, I think for this age group that's very important to see is it's that whole like you know money can't buy happiness it's, it's all that about old likes. saying yeah and look at the life she lives and she is rich her parents are rich she, you know they're always gone though right so it's like she's got money and a great house but her family's not there she doesn't have friends she has all this freedom yeah but she has likes right yeah. and so it just shows you that the people you see on social media you know in their real life it's not always as you know right p- p- right picture perfect and we and look at veda and veda dresses uh you know big baggy t-shirts basketball shorts you know yeah tomboy very d- very different from the way mia dresses yeah um so they kind of have a little bit of an interaction where Mia's like you don't need all that makeup like you're pretty enough as is uh and then there's like a pop and they kind of stop for a second and they're like oh it must have been a firework when i have subtitles on Gunshot, oh, do you? Gunshot. Oh, so dang. Like, so, you know what I mean? Because I'm too. I'm like, wait, what? And then yeah. I'm like, well, it has to be because it described it as that. Sure, it sure, say, sure. You know? so. But yeah, so they, they stop for a second and they're like, oh, it was just a firework. And then they there's a lot. And it's a lot. And they both, you know, they both kind of jump into a stall and they jump up on the so they can't see their feet. But things happen like one drops an earring. I think Mia drops an Mia earring. Mia drops an earring yeah. and, like and then she jumps like, down that up, and you know, and, and then her shoes are, are hanging down. And she's take those off and, and they drop them in the toilet. toilet. <laughs> it is a really tense moment. Yeah, and without they, without glorifying what's going on outside. Yeah, you never see. Never, with the exception of when Quentin comes in. That's but, the only look of blood. Yeah, but you never see the shooter. No. You never see, yes. like, I mean, you hear his name, like, in passing. Do they? Do yeah, they, they do, okay. they do okay. say it, because they, they're saying, like, especially in the, that last scene with her dad. Or, oh, sure, sure, sure. They're, they're like, F this guy. Right, 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 right. But they never even have to give, after that, they never even have to give that character like the shooter anymore yeah uh spotlight or attention we like don't this, deserve it this focuses on the victim right and the way that it can it can just follow them so specifically their lives this little slice and never have to go to like oh and this court thing or oh and his parents talk or, or oh, what were they thinking you know yeah it never yeah. dives into the mind of, right. of the killer and that's the thing is like we've seen a lot of movies that follow that side that you know and we've seen obviously there's documentaries and things like that there's but, a really good gus van sant movie called, it called elephant elephant yeah, yeah. that's was probably like the first post columbine movie about a school shooting which is that's a slick movie, and I don't really like Gus Van Sant, but that's neither here nor there. That movie, like the end of that movie, you're just like, oh, sh- yeah, because there's no lead up to that. You right. you don't know what's going on until yeah. you see those spoilers from Elephant from 1999, yeah, where those two kids go walking up to the school wearing the same outfits that those two scumbags wore. Right, and you're just like, oh, yeah, this is okay. This is what now we're I doing. see what we're doing. But yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so I I really appreciate that they stuck with you know the few characters and we got to see that side of it. And yeah. again, something that a lot of people can uh, relate to with survivor's guilt. You know, they ask those questions like, why me? Why did I deserve to? And I think it's really interesting to see what goes through the mindset of a person in that position. Cause you can't imagine unless you, you know what I mean? You can never really truly understand unless you were faced in mm-hmm. that situation, what a person's mind would be going through. I also think it's important that um, they're telling a story, but you don't, I, th- I think it's important to not see the shooter because yeah. mm-hmm. I think it it would be very easy for someone that's not mentally stable to see that and identify with and it. identify with it and be like, "F yeah, yeah, right. like that's that's what I want to do." So Kinda, I, I I think it's an, I think it is also helpful not to turn this into an after school special, I mean, but but it's also helpful for for maybe someone on the fence to see like this is what you leave behind and like. You know, you're not just hurting the people you want to hurt. Right. You're also hurting a lot of people that you maybe 
maybe care about or maybe maybe you're not even aware of them, but they are innocent. Yeah. You know, right, right, and, right. And so like that that might actually end up being a helpful message for someone that's not in the right headspace. Yeah. I mean, I think we ran into that problem with Joker, right? Like yeah. as much as I think those performances are amazing, like there's a lot of problems yeah. with the way that he is portrayed in that movie. Uh, yeah, so like our now we get the door opens, we hear the door open, and we see uh, another character come running in, and he's covered in blood. Uh, his name, we find out his name is Quentin, uh, and he is in the stall next to them. And then he kind of like he says, "I'm not the shooter, I'm not the shooter." Like they killed my brother. Yeah, uh, and he like she's like get over here. So she at first I was like, "Don't don't crawl on the floor, you dingus! Like you're gonna leave tracks. What are you doing?" And yeah. Like as he's crawling across the floor, he's leaving blood trails because yeah. he's got he's covered in blood all yeah. over his shirt. Which he's that not was another shot, really tense moment because you're you don't know, you don't know. what's gonna happen. And yeah, we'll that, we've I mean, seen enough scream movies that we don't know who the killer is. Right? They keep planting those little seeds to where you're like, "Oh my god, is it gonna you know is it gonna be the killer? No, it's this other guy. Well, is right. the killer gonna come in now and see this stuff? And and they really ramp up the tension in this yeah. moment again with everything off screen. Which as we've said a lot of times, sometimes it's scarier what you don't see sure your mind yeah. run and 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 you don't know well, that's the thing right is we've seen this we've seen cctv footage we've seen every you know so we know what that looks like yeah. as as a people maybe we haven't experienced it but that doesn't mean we haven't seen exactly what's going on in those hallways or that yeah. lunchroom it's like horrible it's, what yeah. you imagine well, is happening and i think also there is a tendency to focus on the kids who get shot or yeah. interact with the shooter right like which makes sense you know but like with the exception of Quentin, the other two, they didn't. No. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's real easy if you hear the story to be like, I ran in a bathroom and hid until it was over. Story over. Big deal. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. And and the thing is, is that we follow these two characters, but every kid in that school has, those. Has, has a story where they, you know, oh, they just... Had to hide in a well, room it's like, for a little like, bit. It's like Veda's other friend was in like a different classroom, right? You know, and he was just like, "We same deal." Like, and then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, "Shut the!" F- and he's he's just as damaged, right? Yeah. It's like it's, but he becomes like the David Hogue of the yeah. school, and but but that's just his version of what she's doing. Yeah, yeah that's he's the, got a different side to his story, but right? The, but that's also the great part of this movie, though, is that we see all those different sides of how people deal with things. Yeah. You know, they follow these characters closely and it's only a few, but they give you a different type of way that they deal with it. And so I just think that's interesting because there's going to be one of those characters that people that have gone through things like this. Yeah, sure. There's a lot out there, unfortunately. And I think that they're all going to be able to relate to, you know, have somewhat they, of that's these interesting. characters. Have, have they ever talked to survivors of Columbine? Has that ever been a thing? Oh, I'm sure they have. I'm sure that's been researched probably a million ways. Yeah, that's you true. Would think I would think. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, you kinda, so you, the reason why you probably don't know of it is because how exploitative would that? Sure, be? You know, I mean, sure, they want to sure, be sure. careful. It's it's a, it's a hard thing to do to create what may appear as entertainment factor in any form, whether it be documentary or you know, what I mean, it just. Right. It's a, it's a, very, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be perceived badly by someone, and it's difficult. And right. You don't want to traumatize them anymore. So no, like, sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, yeah, everything happens, um, and then we flash forward to Veda kind of like in her room, and she's uh, not okay, right? Like she's having nightmares, and which is, totally makes sense. And I, you know, I like the scene where um, Julie Bowen plays her mom and again like we talk about performances Julie Bowen as I've said in the chat has become like a really good comedic actor and that's kind of where she's lived for the last yeah. 50 years on Modern Family or however <laughs> yeah. many seasons that show is it was on. like 11 or 12 it was <laughs> on for a long I mean, time good for them like yeah. that's great 
Uh, that, over, show, right? that show's yeah, it yeah. ended like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Yeah, something like that. I love that show. That show's yeah. so. good. It was funny. I didn't follow. Like, I probably haven't watched the last couple seasons. Just kind of whatever. That's. A, I think it's a. That's one of the best comedies. It's a oh, really good. Show. It's fun. Like good. it's. It's easy to be dismissive of it because it's kind of like so mainstream middle sure. America, <laughs> but it's really well done. Yeah, it's a fantastic oh, yeah. cast. Yeah, it's a very funny show. Um, and she gives a, a great performance too. Is this mom who's kind of high strung, uh, but makes sense right like her daughter could have died and she's seems, her daughter starting like to like pull away mom in that situation totally you know i mean yeah they're a little protective but also when that's another side we didn't even mention that's the kids how do the parents deal with it right they, they now i mean raising kids is hard enough we all do it yeah and to now have to throw in this entire new thing which is going to require you know medical care you know speaking with a psychologist medications kids acting out you know which is exactly a lot of that exactly what our main character does or one of the characters at least so we're seeing all these different sides and i do think that again especially as parents is, is parents is really touching uh because you're like crap that that's that's going to be a, a sensitive situation to deal well, with, right? Yeah, you don't want to like push them. You don't want to be overbearing, but you don't want to let them go. Like you're in this weird spot. You don't want like, to say, gotta... "Oh, you can just never do school again." <laughs> yeah, right, you're right, not right. In the right headspace. It's like, well, that's not going to be good for the rest of their life, right? So you have to be delicate. Kind of right? have to go back to school. Like it's kind of yeah. important, yeah. but all but... well, and, like there's a little moment where she's where the mom's like, well, you know, you have to go back to school at some point, and the and the kid's like, why? Right? Like it, like and it's like. Well, that's I, and it's like I mean I've I've had conversations like that. My kids haven't been through school shootings, and I'm just like that's just stupid. Well, well, one if you're saying something that stupid, it shows how much you need education. Right, get, right? get your ass back in that's school. That's a dumb thing to right, say. Right, right, And it's and but it's like if you tell them that's a dumb thing to say, like now you got a whole other thing right, in your hand. Right. And it's yeah, it's, you, I, it's interesting. Like I think you could get away with that's a dumb thing to say when it's like a kid that just doesn't want to go to school. Yeah, you know. But if, when you're dealing with a kid who has had this massive trauma uh it's not, it's not the best thing right. to say you know but at some point you do like you, you, you have to you can't go to apply to college or apply to jobs and go oh well i never went back to school because i was in a school shooting so you know you're just gonna have to deal with the fact that i don't have a, i didn't complete my my basic education right right they're gonna no say, thanks sorry that that happened to you but right you're not how are you going to do this job and, right but, what yeah. do you expect to do here uh yeah so she is not taking a hands-off approach, but she is kind of giving uh, Veda enough room to kind of deal with this on her own. Uh, and then, and the other thing from a parent's point of view, there there's no guidebook for this. Hell one, no, right? No. Like there's there, you know, there there are certain things when kids do that you kind of like. Okay, every kid stays out too late, or right. maybe get comes home drunk when they shouldn't, or whatever. And like there's there's some sort of like, you know. How did you handle it when your kid did that? But th- there isn't for this one. Oh, there's going to be. That's the scary part, right? I mean, there is and there isn't I'm, because it happens with too great a frequency, but it also happens with frequently enough that oh, sure. there isn't a, you know, a huge pool of people to reach out to. Right. For a parent to reach out to to sure, ask that question. Sure, sure, sure. Which you know. I think is, again, why movies like this are important, though, right? Yeah. Because they're... Um, easy to you know easy to digest it's a movie and you do have uh, a really interesting story where i found it was 
balanced with enough humor, not as in, yeah. in, in a bad way, but right. Like there Julie enough, Bowen has a v- hilarious. She, there's a very, very funny scene with her towards the end of the movie. I thought was amazing. It doesn't undermine anything. Exactly. It doesn't undermine it. It underscores yes. what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. There's enough lovely throughout. And even with Veda, like she's, she says some very, like Veda is the kid that just seems like everything she's she's all right she never lets it be shown and that's the problem which this movie's trying to touch on one of them yeah. is that kids hold their emotions in whether they see it's presented as weakness or they think people will judge them for it. you know whatever the reasons are and we see a lot in this movie but veda is always joking and she's smiling and you would think well hey that kid's got a perfect life like she's got a great family and until she, she can't go to the bathroom yeah. Until yeah. she has a breakdown, you know, until right. she wakes up in cold sweats. But uh, you know? Shailene Woodley plays a very small gotta, two scenes I in the movie. I gotta tell you, yeah. when she showed up on screen, and I was like, well, she's not old enough. What are yeah. you, why? Yeah. She's not a therapist. What is this? is stupid. My wife did I, the same <laughs> thing. And, I, and then I, I was like, Joe looked it up. She's 30. She's 30. And I was like, I guess that tracks. Yeah, and she was like, she was just in that movie where she was a kid. I was yeah. like, honey, that was eight years yeah. ago. Yeah, Divergent like, was like 2014 or something. She's like, what? Well, <laughs> Maddie Ziegler, who plays Mia, is that little girl from the the music video with uh, Shia LaBeouf. What that music video with Shia LaBeouf? Sia? Sia, where they're, she's... Oh, they're like, really? Yeah. He has she a was shirt off, the, and she's doing gymnastics or whatever. She was on the show Dance Mom. She was one of the oh. moms. Sure, yeah. yes. But that, I mean, that's Maddie Ziegler. She was just, I mean, again, I thought thought of her as a little girl in this music video, because she was, right? Yeah. And that was a few years ago, and it just, time goes by so fast, yeah. you, you know. Anyway. But I did, like, was she... It's not going to get better. No, it's right, not. Just yeah, know. right, right. I mean, I, I made that joke on the Scream 4 podcast when I saw Hayden Panettiere. And I was like, she was the daughter from Remember the Titans. <laughs> like, that's what I remember her yeah. as, as the cute She'll, little spunky kid that's like trying to get her dad to be a better coach. She'll always be the cheerleader to me. Well, I mean, that's, yes, that, sure, I mean, sure. But just, I mean, yeah. Every time I see her, save the cheerleader, <laughs> yes. save the world. A show with so much promise. Yeah, two seasons were really so good. good. Everything else now, that was garbage. Yeah. Well, one and a half. The writers. Oh yeah, happened, right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. Season, that's right. That's like, right. And you know, derailed the entire thing. Yeah, that's right. Which is such a shame because they set up so much cool stuff. They did. Hero yeah. coming back from the future. Don't All know what's cool going with on. Sword. With, the, with his hair slicked back. Yeah, yeah, surely we'll see how that plays out. Sure won't. <laughs> Worf is in this show. Yeah, there's so many cool. There just were so many storylines and so many cool characters. <laughs> you know, different people with all these powers and like, oh my god, you're yeah. waiting for it all to really. And then they yeah. dropped the ball. Oh. And then they're brothers, but then they weren't brothers. <laughs> oh, that shows the. <laughs> it was the worst. <laughs> it was so good, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, sorry. So Shailene Woodley plays, oh, plays the, a therapist. To yeah. Go on to this real quick because she's in two scenes: one toward the beginning after this happens, and then at the end of the movie to check in with in a really good scene. Um, so she we see that like people need help and uh Shailene Woodley's character says to is her she, is she is she sponsored from the school or did the did mom her, the mom hired her yeah, okay the mom okay, realized okay. she needs some help and so uh but she says things like it's okay to show emotions like it's okay to tell people how you feel and to get them out because if you repress them you're never going to actually deal with them right and right. and start to heal you're just shoving them aside and and saying you know i'm not going to deal with that but years go on they can go on and on and on and yeah. you've gotten nowhere so i she gives her that advice and to live and track track things in a, in a journal and i don't think you really ever see her at, like she, doing that like actively she has but, it at the end like yeah. it's all crumpled yeah, up clearly she's never, done it yeah, yeah right we don't you, we don't yeah, see it. yeah we don't see her like it's not like she's like oh live go on a hike with a friend you know what i mean it's like the movie isn't about her doing specific like guided things but yeah she's 
been keeping track apparently and we see the thing that she's doing relationships change like uh she starts to bond with mia who oh, was yeah. just this girl that was you know she thought was pretty and cool and never and kind of nervous to talk around right and but they you know two totally different people come together through this shared well, they experience. come together yes well, they do hopefully <laughs> they do <laughs> uh but that's that, that's my point though right is not only is this movie dealing with the fallout of a school shooting you've also got veda who is trying to figure out who she is as a person right so we should we do say that we should say that she does begin sort of a romantic relationship with mia where it's just friendship where the so we yeah i don't think it's a romantic relationship at all until that one scene right i think i think I don't. I don't know. I like, never. It was, uh, I never got that read at no. all until they actually yeah. did it. Hooked up. They were yeah. just good for like. You, they and don't I'm not even that. convinced either of them are lesbian or bisexual. I like, think they were confusing their feelings as they yeah, worked through all I, this I, stuff. Like, right? it, it, What's it, the trauma it, does right? Like that's yeah. Like they were trauma bonded and yeah. they didn't have another way to express their connection. Right. Yeah. And it. And that's, and that's what, the way it came out. And that's the way it came out. Because neither of them was like upset or mad later, as right. in like, oh, you feel this way and I don't. Well, they were mad. Versa. I think they were mad. They were both kind of on the fence because they didn't want it to muck up the friendship. Yeah. Well, I think Veda that's, did. I, Mia was trying to contact her and stuff. Like she, yeah. you know, she says later, like, yeah, I've been thinking about that. But Veda, I mean, going way into the movie, but Veda kind of cuts things off because after that happens and she doesn't know how to deal with that or how to feel. And then later on she said, well, I don't want to ruin our friendship. And then they both, you know, move forward. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she kind of, she starts to, inst- you know, stalk uh, Mia and not in a creepy way, but just like you, sometimes you do, like you find somebody that, you know, and you start going through their Instagram page oh, and really? we're backing up. Yeah. Yeah. We're, and yeah, just right. for the listeners, we're backing up <laughs> now, yeah. not, but way before that they've, yeah, engaged. Yes, basically. yes, yes. Correct, yeah. correct. Uh, and I think does she does Mia? I think they follow each other, and then does Mia send her a DM that says, "Here's my phone number." So, because so I, I don't know how how, how Veda gets so the phone number. Mia started following Veda on Instagram, right? And then Veda reached out. Is and, that what it was? And was like, "How you doing?" Okay, not. How you doing? Right, right, but right. Like, how, how are you? Are you? Yeah. It looked like yeah. she got her number off, Instagram. and then and okay. then she sent her the number. Yeah. Okay, or yeah. yeah. What I found another thing I found interesting is so often in these movies they don't get like the rights to use the screen logos or the way things like instant messaging works. Yeah, this is very iPhone, Instagram. Like it is. They're they, using the all the things kids actually use. Yes, yeah, like, and, they're, and they're not, not using like in Schmoogle. <laughs> correct. Right. Yeah. But but I like how they do it uh, on screen, but like literally like on top of the screen, yeah. right? So they're not just showing you phone screens. They do the thing that I mean, other movies they did have that done in, it. They was did it in, search with John Cho. Well, that they literally, but it was like it everything was like, like happening. Oh, that's right. But that's see, right. this is more floating chats. Yeah. But you know, and again, they didn't invent this. But I do like the style of where you're actually seeing the actor, but then bubbles pop up on the screen and yeah. how they respond. And they're very subtle about it. You know, like I mean, this movie artistically. I mean, I think this is a really good looking movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it has a definite art house vibe, mm-hmm. a slow burn kind of. Just it's a really good looking movie. And uh, the way they put these subtle things with the chat, and it doesn't say like Mia and Veda. It's not right. real like in your face. It just goes back and forth naturally and if you have been following along but you know who's talking you know who's saying yeah right, exactly. right, right. And, and so i really like the way that they don't make it look real bubbly and everything it fits in this art house aesthetic how old is this filmmaker out of curiosity the only reason i ask that is because i feel like 
the text probably in her twenties. I would say the text slang is pretty spot <laughs> She's on. Born eighty six. Okay, so, okay. So the text, so like the way that they are talking to each other in text speak, and I was like, okay, like yeah. this is this doesn't feel like a forty year old person trying to write what a seventeen or eighteen year old would say. Like this feels pretty, yeah, pretty spot on as far as like as I text with my daughter. I'm just like, what does that? Now I gotta Google what that means. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what's a fenster? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's really interesting too is so she was in a movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Charlie Bartlett. Yeah, with Anton Yelkin. Yeah, Robert Downey yeah. Jr. That's a great movie, and that too is about a high school. Is she kind in of, that? She's an actor. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, um, but I'm not saying she's a main character. Obviously, she's not Cat Dennings or anything, <laughs> but. Um, that's a great movie and it's also about a kid the same age you know i guess he goes to private school or whatever but like a high school kid and he's dealing with stuff with uh-huh. family and, and and acting out and, and things and I'm, that's such a good movie like charlie barlett's kind of underrated like that kind of oh, flew under the radar for a long time it's so good and yeah. I, anton yelkin rest in peace i think he was one of the best actors one of my favorites and uh he's so good in everything but charlie bartlett is where he really i first i think saw like the, just his pure charisma and charm that just was glowing you know like that that kid was charismatic and talented and uh if you haven't seen his uh love and tasha the documentary after he passed away with interviews with his family and his story and everything like that watch that documentary yeah because but uh, anyway yeah. she was in that she's an actor and okay she's done a lot okay. of stuff but uh yeah so they they start to kind of become friends and she kind of starts to dis- is it nick is nick her other friend nick is the friend in the beginning like and this starts off very much like I also went in not knowing what it was about. That's how right. I like to. And and so all this stuff caught me off guard where I'm like, holy, this is what we're doing here. And uh, I went in, well, I don't want to spoil it. I went into another movie from last year, which deals with a similar subject matter from a different perspective. Oh, man. And, and I didn't know what yeah. it was about. So I did the same thing. I, so, I, I had the exact same experience <laughs> with both movies. I watched, I sat down to watch Mass. I, I just got a screener and I was like, yeah, this is good. I'm like, oh, this is 90 minutes. Okay, I'll be done quick. And, uh, and threw it in not knowing anything. Yeah. Oh, no. And and it was and no, it's four powerhouse performances. It is amazing. It's a and chamber is from, piece. Is, of is a, that from 2021? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's and it's basically four parents sitting down talking oh. about a school shooting. But I don't even want to like spoil what the. Yeah. But th- there are actual, you know, without even going into it. You know, I think I just, could figure. But it it's out. a parental side of in, yeah. and it's a conversation that you've never. Is it seen. just? Is it just them? And it's. I mean, it could be a stage play. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a chamber piece. Who's yeah. in it? Anybody have a note? Jason Isaacs is in it. Always a good um, I forget her name, but the she plays Aunt Lydia on Handmaid's Tale. It's nothing to me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good, though. All four actors. I mean, you'd know all four of them. Uh, they are so good. Okay. What, what's her name? Anne? Martha Plimpton. Martha Plimpton. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking Anne. Martha Plimpton. She gives... I mean, she, they're all so good, though. Really, Everybody it's hard to, top to bottom. It's hard to say. Like, they did... The, the four yeah. actors are phenomenal. So, if you... I would... I know that that's a heavy double feature with this one, but I'm just saying both movies are, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying, but it, it'd be a good Walmart double pack <laughs> <laughs> right next to the ammo. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, maybe take, separate them a bit, but two closely released movies that tackle this subject matter, but from completely different points of views. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I know that we talk about like Julie Bowen, but she's not the focus. We see a little of that. Yeah. But, but yeah, seeing it from a different point of view and especially when it gets into it, it's like, holy cow. So two important watches, two very well handled films. Sure. Uh, so she starts, you know, she kind of starts to distance her, not on purpose, but like Mia has kind of become Veda's like circuit like world and not in a weird way but like they both have this shared trauma where Nick 
who was her best friend. They're, they're joking and laughing through the entire, you know, first, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes of this movie. Nah, probably not because it's only an hour and a half. But That's like, what I was going to say. It was yeah. like, it started off as like, I'm just like, am I watching like a ladybird or something? You know, kind I thought of, it was going to yeah, be yeah. a teen coming of age art house. Like, and I love ladybird. That was yeah. my favorite movie of the year. Um, but I'm like, what is this going to be? And then when it goes to what happens, right. you know, right, with, right. in the bathroom, I'm like, no, this is not no, like that. I but mean, yeah, it, she starts she starts to like pull away from Nick and not yeah. in a bad way. Like Nick didn't do anything, but like she has this experience with Mia and they start to like yeah. bond over this. Uh, and, and we start, see how close they were, just like her and the sister. Yeah, that's right, why I think right, it's right. So oh, yeah, that's the thing up. is like the sister starts to fall off again and there's a gut punch of a scene with She's the sister annoyed later by on. everything her sister yep. does. And her sister obviously looked up to her as the greatest person in the world and they were so close and she comes around and, and just completely she's like get away from me and, right, and right. ignoring the her sister's and, doing like tiktok dances and yeah. like being a very normal preteen sure. kid yeah. uh and but the relationship none of it changes yes. and with nick it changes so we see that setup in five minutes of we get to know this character and veda and, and her family life and everything and then how it abruptly Abru- changes. Yeah. and she's trying to figure it out trying to figure it out um so the, and then she starts experimenting with drugs and alcohol again in a situation like that totally makes sense Right. Like you're just trying to find something to keep you level and keep you normal. And when you're 16, 17 years old, we have somewhere around there. You just don't know. Your brain doesn't know what to do. And she's just trying to figure it out. Uh, And then she starts to she checks in on Quentin because Quentin did lose his brother. Quentin's the other kid we said earlier was in the stall with them. Um, Quentin did lose his brother. So she kind of reaches out and they have another moment um, where. I think they go to lunch together and like Quentin doesn't really know what to do in that moment. And she just kind of stands up and opens her arms and they have this pretty yeah. loving and not and loving, not in a weird way, but like a loving embrace where she's just like, I get it. Like I'm with you. Blah, yeah. blah. I thought that was really nice. They meet these two really don't know each other. And you know, he's sitting at this table waiting for his show up. Right. And, and just the fact that she's like, no, come on. And you know, does do, do Mia and Veda hook up before, she goes on like the mini date with Quentin. Yeah, they hook up first, and then okay. because I remember it was her and Mia. You're talking and, about when they watch TV together. Yeah, no, I think they watch TV together before that. Happens. Oh, I didn't know that but you were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then she okay. tries. She tries she to, to kiss, kiss him, him after. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah. Okay, and I do like this is the scene where she so she, her and Mia hang out and they hook up. And Mia goes home and this is where she has a blow up with her mom and her mom's like, look, uh, you know, and again, Julie Bowen has a killer performance and is, she's given very little to do, which is fine. Like, it's not her movie. Yeah. But the scenes that she's in, she kills it. Every yeah. scene, probably shouldn't say that. That's not the right <laughs> way to praise it. So but she has a moment where, where Veda comes home the next day. She's been gone. Her phone's been off. They're freaking out. I mean, that's not cool to do no matter what you've been right. through. Yeah, like, right, you right. You can't stay out all night when you're in high school. That right. just doesn't fly. Eh. And also mm. now you've been involved in this thing where your parents thought they might have lost you. Right. And right, then, right, right. Yeah. Not cool at all. And then she's, you know, of course, the mom's like, well, if you're going to are you are you in a relationship? You know, if you're going to be <laughs> yeah. with someone, blah, blah. And she goes on saying, mom, no, not you know, doing anything. Leave me alone. Yeah. You know, very typical teen where she's yeah. like, I'm not doing blah, blah, she's blah. I'm not having sex. I'm not having sex. Liar. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she hits her with this one thing that is like teenagers, as I'm starting to notice, have a keen sense of when to hit you with just one phrase yeah. and walk away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she's like, did you know, I can't remember her sister's name, did you know so-and-so started her period? And she was like, what? 
And she's like, yeah, I guess she didn't want to tell you and just walks away. Yeah. And Julie Bowen's just left there with that information. Uh, and I'm noticing with my oldest, I'm just like, you you sneaky little yeah. bee. Because that was <laughs> yeah. a pretty Kids good. are dicks. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is when then she has she reaches out to Quentin and Quentin's like, you know, do you want to get together? And they she comes. He's he's coming over and she, Veda is like kind of dr- not wearing baggy t-shirts and gym shorts yeah and a little bit of makeup and the, the sister, sister calls her on <laughs> it immediately yeah you wearing lipstick she's like what no are you wearing my lipstick the, is that what she says the little sister's into tiktok and, and makeup, makeup yeah. and all that stuff and uh veda's not like that i mean you know she like you said baggy clothes and just very street more street style yeah. she's very not, very tomboyish yeah she's not interested in, in all that so all of a sudden when she does that's yeah. something that the sister calls her out immediately uh, so they have a moment like they're sitting there watching uh, TV. I don't remember what it was or a movie or something. Uh, and Quentin, like things are starting, like they're starting to get. They're close watching and, Homeward Bound. I believe that's what it is. And yeah. she's giving them the guff about making them wa- when when and like, I think that's which, a teenager thing too. Because like my son, he's seventeen. He has his first girlfriend. She seems very nice. <laughs> and uh, but like they'll they'll watch TV together and like they'll they'll watch like. Tangled, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I mean, I, like as someone who's in his fifties and still watches cartoons, but I'm like, what are you doing? Tangled, <laughs> like you hey, know, you gotta, she's a Disney girl. You gotta set yeah, the mood. What do you? You gotta get a, watch a scary movie so yeah. she gets cuddled up next <laughs> to you. Like, okay. like, yeah. That's that, but that's like, that's very I love you, buddy. But you know, Flynn Rider. <laughs> can you sing? No, okay. yeah, yeah. He gets that for me. <laughs> Actually, he can sing better than I can. <laughs> um. So they in this scene they start to kind of move closer and closer together. Like it, it looks like they're probably going to make out, and then he gets a phone call, and it's we don't know what's on the other end, but we ass, we could figure ass, assume that it's his parents or yeah. his mom or his dad, and they are probably just not know, having a hard, not having a good time yeah. or having a difficult time. I can imagine, you. like you know, you have two kids, and you know they lost one of them, right. and then the other one's out, and just you know going through all their stuff they're doing like right checking in and, and just having a breakdown whatever well and, and i feel like quentin's assumed the role of like he's the kid who survived so right. he has to be extra good right like not that i got the vibe that he was ever a bad not kid, at all right but, but that like he has but he's gonna be like i'm going to be such a great son that i gotta you, step it up yeah i'll be twice as good because right. i lost one yeah, yeah that's a, that's an yeah. immense which is a different a different trauma that's experience totally, altogether it's a, it's a totally different it's but it is a very valid trauma response. absolutely yeah uh so she he, he kind of bolts and um maybe this is this is when she goes and hooks up with mm-hmm. mia and yeah. then she's, i don't know why her and quinn are in the car together but um another scene where they and then she they kiss each other and quinn and you know what it's very interesting i, I we're seeing a lot more of this where it's very organic though the yeah. the the consent request yes like yeah and even him being like i can't do this yeah like i we just saw that in scream actually in scream five where like the 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 twin is like i'm kind of drunk and what if you're the killer <laughs> so like it's coming from the male side where the yeah. male is being like i don't it's so i just think that's a very different and it's not making fun shift. of it no right like not it's at all. not like oh this guy a pussy no like it's it's like this is we this is normal because up till now in movies it's like the you know the two characters stare into each other's <laughs> eyes and then they just right. start ripping each other's clothes off and there's never been any conversation had and it's like well that's enjoyable in a fictional environment if you try to incorporate that into your real life 
you're you know no. <laughs> you're not going to be on a success only journey. Correct. And Somebody's gonna, gonna be get... pissed that you ripped their shirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even and, if they're India, they're gonna be like, Hey man, this was seventy five dollars. Right, yeah, what right, right. <laughs> I think that's also interesting with the relationships in this movie, how you see all the different characters deal with it. How how, you know, Veda is just kinda like just doesn't know and then Mia I think is more confused about these feelings and thinking maybe there is you know, some kind of a sexual attraction to Veda and then Veda then is like out there trying to figure out what she wants and then she thinks the thing that she wants is Quentin you know and to make and maybe it him. is maybe it's on maybe it's mutual but yeah Quentin which just is, can't no which is fine but then Quentin though is not in the headspace at all with everything he's dealing with he's not okay and it's not that he doesn't like Veda in that way it's that he just has so much other stuff going on that right. he can't be in that headspace for that which you know it 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 almost sounded like a line that you would get in another movie, like being a line, quote unquote. Right. But it was really like it wasn't Veda. It was like I cannot concentrate. I still have on a this. little hard time believing that even a seventeen-year-old boy afflicted with trauma is going to turn down the. the I love don't know, him. but I. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, I think you that, right. Yeah, you right. I mean, but that's the stereotypical thing, right? Like that's what we it's normally would the see. Stereotype for a reason, right? <laughs> also, right. <laughs> but yeah, I like seeing that because I'm sure that there are people out there though that would not be able to do anything. No, I think I, I think in the context of this out of movie, it or, makes toy. You know, if he was, if like, it's the age that's really yeah. the stumbling block for me on that. But like, you know, like a 30 year old, I could see being yeah. guy being like, I, I'm not ready for that. But like a 17 year old, I. I, I, I got to tell you, but I mean, we've all been 17. And if the wind blew funny, <laughs> all right, yeah. but we see go. that side, which is good. You know, totally. it's good to yeah. show that different yeah. perspective we, I, for different victims of this kind of trauma. I thought there was also a good trauma, uh, not good trauma, but like there's a scene where Veda has to go to the bathroom and she ends up in front of the bathroom she was in. Uh, when the shooting happened and she can't go in, she can't do it. And like, she's counting down. She's looking at the clock. She's like, yeah. God dang. And she walks outside ever, trying to get home. This is a little thing apropos of nothing. Have you ever noticed that in movies, all schools let out at three o'clock, which but, is bull. But I've never known anyone whose school let out at three o'clock. No, nope. like the kids get out at two thirty. When I was a 245. kid, we got out at two forty-five. <laughs> it's like forty-two, but it's weird. But it's always in in movies. It's always school lets out at three o'clock. Yep, three o'clock. Yeah, and I was like, man. That's they are on the because dot. To, and the reason it, it struck me is because you see her looking at her phone. It's two fifty eight. Two fifty eight. Yeah, right. She picks it back up. Two fifty eight. She picks it back up. It's two fifty eight. So clearly she's waiting for it to be three o'clock. And they never communicate to you that school ends at three yeah. o'clock. They just know that in, in the parlance of cinema, <laughs> yeah, that's movie language. Movie three o'clock. School lets out at yeah. three o'clock yeah. unless the school or the or the city you're in goes on lockdown then you're free to go whenever you want <laughs> like and scream <laughs> so uh, um, but you know but, but i did like she's walking home and she's trying to get out of there and a kid like crushes a soda can and she pees on herself yeah and it's not like this it's she couldn't go in that bathroom the sound scared her and she 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 peed herself i'm glad that thought, you said that because i didn't pick up on that i rewound it and i oh I, yeah the kid i, the, I the thought kid the kid, crushes kid, i thought can. the soda came like flew out onto her from crushing it i didn't realize that when she said it was just a can it was a can and she was getting frustrated i thought she was mad at him for doing that yeah no it scared no, scared wow. the pee out which yeah, is powerful yeah. i rewound it because i'm like i yeah. didn't see it i'm like did the can oh but wow yeah, yeah. um so then, well, the subtitle said peeing, peeing. Yeah, if you, you no, had subtitles on, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that one. Uh, and so her her life kind of starts to 
she starts using like she just can't do it so she comes and she ends up hooking not She's hooking up everything. but she, yeah. she meets up with uh harley quinn smith's boyfriend that's who this kid yeah. is the the actor that gives she tries ecstasy for the first time and is tripping balls in school and she has to call nick oh, she's got like blue ink all over her face she's loose she is out of bounds yeah. with kind of the uh leonardo dicaprio and wolf and, of wall street you know kind of like with yeah. the being on drugs and having because she's flopping down the stairs that's right. him trying to get to his car right. that was really good but it, it was similar to that kind of scene yeah where but that's also i like the fact that it was that it ends up she's dabbling in drugs not but she just this try this just doesn't turn to, into yeah. a story about an addict i right, was like right. oh let's not you know why we, because i think they're also showing you how realistic it is for kids to do this stuff and it doesn't mean like oh well if they tried this because they're trying to figure stuff out that they're automatically a drug addict right right so right. like this is really showing i mean that's i think euphoria and maybe that's a little bit more on the bonker side but it's like yeah this is scary to watch but it's also like yeah there's kids out here doing this stuff sure right? and, so, and i gotta tell you some kids don't come back like yeah. that's the scary part right yeah. like we don't i mean it looks like veda is gonna be okay yeah for the sort of but some kids don't and some do correct and i so, mean some because some kids try it and love it and, and fall down that rabbit fall hole. down that rabbit hole and, yeah but yeah. i think stereotypically especially in movies we see that oh they're starting to get into drugs well of course their life's just gonna be totally right. that's normally the it's it, it is interesting the drug she's using though um like it is weed and x yeah and so they're like they're not it's not like she's hitting heroin or meth like it's not highly addictive drugs it's party drugs so like there's a different degree of like the drugs that she's using compared to like uh what does the jennifer conley movie oh requiem for a dream thank you yeah. yes you know what i mean like she's not on opiates right she's yeah. taking weed and x yeah. which are just two very i don't i mean weed is not and i don't think that ecstasy is a habit forming i, I think i don't think so um but yeah, so then her life kind of like she this happens and she has a moment and she realizes, okay, she goes back to the therapy with Shailene Woodley. No, so she talks to the sisters where it really is that what it is? That, that's right. That's right. Where the sisters like you hate me and the sister has a, a nightmare and she's like I couldn't sleep and wants to you know jump into bed that that trope that you see a lot of times. But she starts talking to her and she's like, why do you hate me? Right. And that really makes Veda you know it opens her eyes like wait what I don't hate you and she just kind of thinking back through the way she's treated her right. And she's like, oh, crap. She's like, but it also I, I think this is really powerful, not only from like the sister's perspective, but to also show us like when someone's having a bad day, you know, sometimes you run into people and then they act rude or they say something. And you're like, you know, what an a-hole or go screw them. But it's sometimes like, man, sometimes just people are dealing right. with some intense crap. You and, never know. And you have to. I think that's important in life that when someone acts a little rude or whatever, I mean, obviously, if it's this perpetual thing and they're just horrible, that's one thing. But it's not just you know jump at them or to be like man they're just such a jerk i hate them what a terrible person like maybe that person just lost someone maybe someone was in a shooting somebody's having a bad day which is okay so that but then that means if i yell at them someone has to assume that maybe i just they should (laughs) right they shouldn't they shouldn't assume (laughs) that you are not having a bad day (laughs) so that's correct if we were in germany you'd have to (laughs) so according to the the road forks you according to the uh, to the U.S. government, yes, research hasn't definitively answered whether MDMA is addictive, although okay. it, 
it affects many of the same neurotransmitter systems in the brain that are targeted by other addictive drugs. Okay. So uh, data from both humans and animals suggests that regular MDMA use produces adaptations in the serotonin and dopamine systems that are associated with substance use disorder and related behaviors such as increased impulsivity. So um, maybe. So it sounds like it's... Hasn't been definitively proven, but, but it might be. But it's most likely addictive. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, but if you're but if you know if you're an anti-masker, take all the drugs Tip. you want. Because Do whatever you want, the, my man. Who's going to trust the government? <laughs> That's right. right. Nobody so knows. Go d- take about four <laughs> bags of heroin. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. So it's a really touching scene where she's just like, I don't hate you, and we realize like the sister realizes that she's been dealing with stuff, but then also Veda wakes up and realizes how she's affecting other people and you also a, got a really good scene with the dad where the dad yeah. like the dad who's yeah who i loved a very, that moment i was smiling so much it was so funny with his just dadness and he's yeah. got a very minor role like he he takes an even further back seat than julie bowen does yeah uh but he has a good scene where there's veda john like, ortiz john ortiz yeah, who's a guy you recognize yeah. he's been oh, in all yeah. kinds of stuff he's in fast and furious movies is he yeah oh hey he's compost okay sure we're he's also we're, we're giving uh, these characters names now he's also in bumblebee Oh, he is in Bumblebee. Yeah. Okay, um, he plays the bee. He yeah. correct, not the bumble. Right, right. Because no. bumbles for girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. That yeah. is right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where he kind of sits down with her and is very. You're right. He's very much a dad in this in this moment where he's just like, just let it out, and they're just screaming. You know. F whoever they go to this F ravine this or whatever, and, the and they're that. yelling out into the. I mean, they do this in Garden State. <laughs> I love Garden State, and there's a scene where, uh, you know, they take. Zach Braff's character Parkman Natalie Portman is his manic pixie dream girl yeah takes him to this thing and just like just yell out into this you know being so this is a very cute scene though because you're playing this not for the relationship side like in Garden State but now you're getting this father-daughter right on and yeah he's helping her and it's going fine and then he starts yelling just other random stuff and funny dad I, I'm so proud of my daughter <laughs> yeah, she's like, just like be cheesy but her like like Jenna Ortega like she's so good and didn't that seem so natural when she was it like did. dad like yeah. you know uh-huh. we're not even cussing anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah that was a good line that was good <laughs> She's she's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, and then she goes home, and she has this is the moment we talked about where um, she kind of hugs Julie Bowen, and she was just like, <laughs> she just lays. I mean, she lays it all out. She's like, when I told you uh, I wasn't having sex, I lied. I did have sex. But that's the the end of it, though. You know, she first yeah. is like, oh I yeah, got, no, I no. Got... The end of it is when she reveals that it's well, which, well, but no, no, that's but... like the tag. Oh, and so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. she goes on. She's like, I was drinking. I was drunk I that did time. Do I did. This. I did I that time. I did ecstasy at school. But then, yeah. yeah, and, 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 and I did like, have sex. And I did have sex. And, and like, but then and the, Bowen the, holds on her. And it's funny because it's like the there's it's such a funny scene, but it's entirely in Julie Bowen's face. Yes, like it's she doesn't have the necessarily a, a line that's yeah. funny it's just she has this look of terror in her face of like it's perfect i'm so happy it, it's like only a parent could yep. yeah i'm so happy that my child is telling me these things also please don't ever tell me these <laughs> yeah. things I'm terrified and i don't want to say the wrong thing to stop you from telling me right. these things right, and right. i also don't ever want to hear these things again like it's the line, all there the line that she has her. the line she has where she's like well it was with a girl so we don't have to worry about getting yeah, pregnant like that's, <laughs> like that's, and then she just walks away <laughs> and julie bowen is just left there and she doesn't say a, a word for, yeah, for, yeah. Pours a, and she <laughs> yeah. slams it and she was like okay i'm ready to have the rest of this conversation yeah and like and then walks out <laughs> i thought that was a brilliant it's so like, relatable though to like yeah parents, i thought like. a, a button to this whole movie yeah. um 
which is a very heavy movie, and yeah. then you get this nice moment of levity. But that levity, you know, and that comes throughout the movie. I think, you know, props to Jenna Ortega for conveying that. Yeah. And I, I think Nick, the friend, is, you yeah. know, they all have moments where they say funny little things or whatever. Like, it, that's why this movie isn't that as hard to watch right the sure, subject matter sure. is difficult but there's enough levity and the performances the people are charismatic it's it's really and there's still this like feel good you know stuff to come out of this to see these people grow and get better and start to heal right there's right, that, right, it right. makes you feel good that they are figuring this stuff out at least and we, i also think back to the julie bowen scene yeah. real quick it's also really impressive that like she can find the humor in that moment and after 12 years of modern family sure it it, it she could have easily drifted into like making that a sitcom moment yeah. right right Looked like in the camera yeah <laughs> like you know and that she finds the humor but she, it's not like a sitcom and and i don't mean to disparage modern family because we already said we think it's it's a great show but like it's a different type of humor it's that one camera like looking into the camera yeah and it's yeah, very yeah, much yeah. purposefully funny where this is funny, but it's not the same. Its, it's goal isn't funny. to make you laugh necessarily, even though it, there is humor in the movie. Yeah. And like the she can, she can dial it into that degree. It yeah. was impressive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, in typical trauma fashion, like just when you think you have a handle on it, something happens and it kicks you right in the dick, and you have to deal with all of it all over again. Um, yeah, she's Vader, like in Mia's dance class, and they're going to meet up afterwards, and she's, everything looks happy. Everything's fine, and she gets an alert on her phone that people have been... Sh- another, there's another mass shooting at a school, and she goes right back into her trauma response, yeah. and that's how it ends. Like, and, it's, and that's the thing about trauma, is just when you think you are okay, something... It could be something so stupid or something so tiny or and just it rips that Band-Aid right off, and you have to... That scab has to heal all over again. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, that's actually pretty smart i don't see that very often in film is like everybody's okay everybody's happy right. but you're not you know like totally. john john mcclain uh is not okay you <laughs> right. know what i mean like yeah. at the end of a, uh, post die hard that dude is effed right he's got some stuff going on in his brain but you never really see it from the psychological no set, no know, never like, you know and that was what was so great about the first halloween movie right is yeah. that like it's not just like, oh, thank God we killed the killer and that's over, and then we now go back to our lives. Like, yeah, that's not oh, how that, that would that's work. what that's what I will I will always say. I know that Rob Zombie's in that in that world. The mm-hmm. Rob Zombie Halloween two does have some issues, but it does deal with that right. Like it right. picks it. It's dealing with Lori post a horrible you know mass murder attack right and what does the, what does her brain do what does your brain do when you when you are the survivor of that and you have to look at your friend who's scarred up every day and the dad who you know the sheriff bracket who's broken at that point what does your and if you're and if this is your brother do you start to believe that you've got this sickness in mm-hmm. you too like it's just yeah. this uh, which i know it i know it's pr- it does yeah. i know that that movie is problematic but i do think that tone mm-hmm. or that message is very interesting when i think halloween halloween 2018 handles that so wonderfully with the three generations of strode women and sure. how they're dealing with you which see is Laurie. why we were so mad at halloween <laughs> kills yeah. Yeah. yeah halloween kills and yeah. it, because it was like that first one was so so good so yeah. good and yeah. the next one is so stupid so oh. it's a i like it but it, i'm not the you know oh you i didn't even remember you yeah. like that yeah oh it's a halloween movie rough yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. I'm just saying I like it. I hope it. ends is, I just hope And they just started filming that, didn't they? I just, yeah. I just hope it ends. It's yeah. not. Well. <laughs> They'll find a way. They, remember they when they told you. Do. 
remember I hate to break to evil dies tonight yeah. yeah and it didn't it did well I wouldn't trust <laughs> Halloween ends buddy or even uh, no time to die this advertising people are really getting they're not bringing him back <laughs> well no, no time to die no time to die was the title of the movie yeah and he died Yep, there was no time to die, <laughs> and they had two and a half hours, and he died. And it felt great. It was a perfect ending. <laughs> so I'm to that saying series. these ad men are getting tricky. <laughs> yeah. Batman's not even going to be in the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the Riddler. Uh, yeah, it's the Riddler and James so, Jim Gordon. But yeah, and I, I I do like the ending because you know she she will never truly be over this, especially since this isn't clearly school shootings are not isolated events that won't occur again nope right nope. and so um it's every time there's another one you know, oh and, yeah every, and presumably every time, each man. time it will it will theoretically get a little easier but it's always yeah. going to be a struggle yeah for her. i think that's important not to brush things aside like oh that was t- five months ago you know she, right. they should get over something you know when you just got to think like people deal with stuff all in their own way as we've seen through all these different lives and uh, you have to remember that the time varies, and it's all it's all so unique per person. So yeah, it's not like oh that was a year ago. Why are they still hanging on that? Like, you know, that's how it works. So yeah, that's it, exactly yeah. how it there's works. a lot. Again, why I say I think this is important because there's so much to take in from this movie, and doesn't feel like an eat your vegetables movie. It feels relatable, and it's done in a way where you're, you know, entertained is a hard word to use, but you know what I mean. It's not a right. slog to get through. It's like well, that's the, that's the thing. That's the nice thing invested. about this one too is it's only an hour and a half. Yeah. And they're not in, in uh, man. I, I Matt Matt Basler and I have had this conversation where certain movies just need to live in that hour and a half, hour forty five. Right. And I think that this movie with this subject matter and the way that it is handled, hour thirty, hour thirty five is like that's where yeah. it needs to live. Yeah, agreed. You know? Good like, time. Man. Yeah. So uh, well, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joy Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time. Jim's mom reports him to the police. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. Real spoilers. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 